0: One talk break only, and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got Podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 28th of April. Okay, then, it's Haynes Go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Haynes will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day.
2: This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project.
1: All right, 28th of April, Ando. Mm-hmm. Some interesting stuff happened over the years. In 2009, I mean, this, t- is, this is one of the ones where you look back because you know how some things start? We've done a few on this on this podcast where like you go, oh, that was the beginning and yeah, then it grew yeah. into something big. 2009, we thought my dad have, might, might have swine flu. Did we? But he didn't. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I look back and I go, well, I, I, if he did that day, yeah. that would obviously be the day that changed the course of history for yeah. me. But he didn't. didn't. He didn't. I think you just (laughs) feeling a bit under the weather. (laughs) Swine flu. Swine flu's popped up once or twice. I've seen that in the run sheets. Really? I mean, bigger than uh, because I don't really remember it being a thing in Australia, but I guess
0: it was in the. We were scared of it. I mean, as far as not COVID, scared. No, but as far as pandemics, swine flu, SARS, bird flu, COVID, in my memory of the four, but only COVID
1: was a pandemic. I mean, the others were sorry. Yes, the others were cautious flare ups. Yeah, and Ebola. Was a big one that was that not, was yeah true, but I mean not for us. Though, yeah, yeah. You know. no. So it was more in the category of like making jokes about bacon and yeah. Oh, ah, those are the days. Comedy, comedy <laughs> was really, really comedy was the most affected industry by swine flu. Yes, as opposed to all the other industries. Now, um, in two thousand and eight, gee, we focused on so you think you can dance a fair bit on the show. <laughs> uh, that seems to have been a much bigger show than I remember. Yeah, to the point where in the run sheets, yeah. It's like um, abbreviated. It's like the... So you think you can dance. Like, yeah, I had took me a while, S-Y-T-Y-C-D or whatever. It took me a while to go, <laughs> I what wouldn't does have, that mean? I wouldn't have known what that meant. What's, what is that? What's the word I'm looking for here, Mike? Uh, the, acronym. Anagram? Acronym. Yeah, oh. it's acronymised. <laughs> what did you say? Anagram. Yeah, I was looking... <laughs> I, you know, he's my, not looking for that, Mike. <laughs> get out. <laughs> no, please stay. We don't know how to work the roadcaster. So. Um, yeah, the acronym. Like, we're using the acronym all the time for So You Think You Can Dance. Who were the
0: judges? On, like, this is a... I mean, Mike, you're good at remembering this kind of stuff. but Jason uh,
1: Coleman. Jason Nuttal-
0: Coleman, we know. Natalie Bassingsway. Nat Bass was the host. Oh, was she the host? Yeah. Get cause your she's not- straight, mate. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I think Nat Bass the host. Coleman? I reckon...
1: And it was the first set that was multi-leveled. Because you remember... Do you remember that, Mike? Yeah, or like I do. above the dance floor, there would be like a, a like a you know group of people hanging out, and yep. occasionally Nat would yes. would host from amongst them. Yes, often wearing like a sparkly dress,
0: kind of like the, the current Dance with the Stars, where all you, the you, dancers are upstairs. Yeah, you yeah. just never
1: knew. I reckon they were the first reality show to bring in levels. Master yep. Chef used levels very very well. Yes, if you're if you if you're a contestant, you have to be upstairs. Yep, you have to be looking down. Mm. But I think So You Think You Can Dance was the first show to bring in. Yep hey, you never know where we're going to put the host. Yes. So she's up here, she's down okay. here, she's out the back. Yes, that's was, that's very true. It was a real, it's like a three-card Monty. Follow and the Queen, follow the Queen, not the Jack, <laughs> follow the Queen. Where is she? She's out the back. <laughs> uh, Mike, tell us,
0: who were they?
2: Well, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and it says, the show was hosted by Carrie Bickmore with Paula Abdul, Shannon Holtz-Sepeffel and Jason
1: Gilkison.
2: But I is, was there. Another edition of it later.
1: Yeah, I'm talking. This is 2008. Is that the? Is that the maybe
0: Carrie? Did Carrie host? Yeah, that, that rings a Bell. Carrie host. Does think. ring a very faint bell. No, you're thinking of a different show. That's called.
2: No, it's So You Think You Can Dance Australia. But okay, I'm looking at season one now. Nat yeah. Bass was the host. Jason Boom. Coleman, Boom. Matt Lee, and Bonnie Lithgo. Bonnie, Bonnie Lithgo.
1: She was from the UK. She was yes. a sort of a famous ballroom doyenne. The thing that I had written down, we had Dean Geyer... On mm-hmm. for so you think you can dance? No. No,
2: Australian Idol, if anything. Well,
1: it says maybe that's a misprint on the running show. That sheet. could happen. Rem- yeah. But it, this wasn't the moment we had him on, but it reminded me of the famous Dan Guyer moment. <laughs> yeah. Dean I'm, not Guy- proud, I'm not proud of what I did. Um, well, like. Dean Guyer, Mike, was he wouldn't. Does he mean anything to you?
2: Yeah, I know who Dean Guyer yeah. is. Yeah,
1: Heartthrob, early Australian Idol. Yeah. Went on to be in Glee. Yeah. Had the package, you know, mm. It was a triple threat. It was beautiful, mm. good actor, yep. good singer. And I think early on he decided I'm going to be. You give him a half scholarship for music. You give him a at least yeah, yeah, the quarter to a half. We give him a half for everything. Yeah. So you give him half for your looks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they give <laughs> modeling scholarships <laughs> to high school. Half of your looks, half of your acting, half of your singing. Yeah, hey, that's 150 percent. Yeah, that's right.
0: We're, We're going to pay you. you. <laughs> We're <laughs> going to pay your parents four and a half grand a year to send you to our school. <laughs> so Mike, because you got half. Yeah. scholarship for singing. Yes. What portion of that was for looks, do you think?
2: Uh, I'd say maybe 10%. Sure. Yeah.
0: So yeah. 5% over all of
1: your fees were paid for by your looks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean – he was like a real heartthrob at the yeah. time and he had a lot of fans. He was sort of, you know, he he was Australia's version of One Direction a little bit, like his fans mm. lo- like were obsessed with him. And then there was some 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 thing that we were like, oh, look, you can play if you do it topless and well, some what of your fans can come in.
0: Sam's come in and said, hey. That's our producer, by the way, yeah. Dennis Hanlon from Sony yep. has asked Dean Guy to come on to perform live and we're like, oh, I'm not sure if it's quite right for our show, yeah. the, for where we want to be. And... Sam's then going, hey, well, we've since gone back. They've come back and Dennis would like this a favour and we want to keep Dennis happy. He said, he's a, he's a good friend of our show and has been for years anyway. Great supporter. Great but supporter. he was such a great supporter. We're like, oh, we've got to keep him happy as well because he's a good pal. But how do we make this work for our show? And we thought, well, he's a heartthrob. No. If he plays topless and we, have people, we give away the chance to see him Playing topless. Yeah, we
1: exploited him. We exploited him. We exploited him as eye candy.
0: Let's let's give that opportunity, and then we. Um, so people were ringing up, very excited. To very hear.
1: excited fans like, oh "My God, I'm going to see him play topless. Kind of like the naked cowboy in Times Square. Like yeah. that <laughs> was sort of what we were thinking." Probably it's not very respectful of Dean's talents as a musician. No, but the but, but next you remember day, we were young and this was like you know often you'll notice in these older shows you go to the very lo- base level first idea. Yes, and then the next day he comes in. Well, he came in. We had the crowd there, and they were sort of sectioned off because we said, "Look for your safety. They're behind this tape, and they yep. can't touch you, and they won't be and able to get near you." This is the
0: first time he's heard that he has to be toppled. Yeah, we th- oh. we thought he'd been briefed, and he was like, "No, no, no, I'm not doing it." Oh. And we were kind of live. Like he'd arrived. Yeah, it was in the
1: song before it was good to go. Yeah. We were like look, we've, this has been promised, Dean. Yeah, these look at these hungry wolves. They've been promised a feast of Dean for their eyes.
0: And then, I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong. If my memory serves it me correctly, I was not particularly nice, and I said. When we came back for the break live on radio, you're not allowed to play until you take your top off. Yeah,
1: get your effing top off, you hack piece of s. I think Andy screamed no screamed at him. I didn't say sort that. Of that first, but it does remind moment we saw who the real Andy was.
0: <laughs> but in, in looking back, it's like that's a pretty
1: rough position to put someone in. He should have been briefed. <laughs> we should never have done it in the first place. <laughs> Having have, said yeah. that, he should have been briefed. It was just a weird afternoon for everybody. And to his credit, he took it off and had a play. Took it off and he <laughs> did it and we all had a bit of a laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a stitch up. The only other time, <laughs> this is unrelated, but we had Anthony Clear in once, <laughs> um, who was sort of famously short. Yeah. And we, again, real, like, base level, no real idea, but we were just essentially teasing him a bit because he was short to go, do you think you're tall enough to hold a Tim Tam mm. away from a dwarf or a little person, mm. um, as they prefer to be called? Um, we had a guy that was made mate of ours on, that was on the show from time to time that, that did have dwarfism, Jeremy. Yep. The people's little person. And he said, yeah, I'll come in and I'll – and I'll, and." De- and Anthony Clare had to hold the Tim Tam away from Jeremy to see if Jeremy could grab it. And, look, Anthony Clare wasn't – and not actually even that short. It just became a gag, <laughs> yeah. like, teasing Grant Denyer for being short. He's not that short. Yeah. So Anthony Clare could easily hold the Tim Tam away. Yeah. And then on air we're quietly saying to him, you know, drop your arm, down." <laughs> like, like <laughs> just, just miming. like, yeah, like come, come on, come on. on. Like, <laughs> like, you know, be a good sport. Like, Jeremy, he's not even getting close. Come on, drop your arm. Sandy so I he's like, oh, okay, drops his arm. Jeremy grabs it. We're like, oh, oh, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so short. Sure? <laughs> it was a so stitch again, up, So again, another stitch uh, up. Stitch up we're not proud of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in 2010, mm. you asked the question on the show, is buying a drink for someone flirting? <laughs> oh, right. And it was put out to the people. Um, I reckon that probably would have been a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, then in 2016, mm. you were trialling a new pickup line. I was like, "Andy's got a new pickup line. Mm. Do you want to use it?" But it doesn't say what the pickup line was. Yes. So that was
0: 2016. 2016. I know the one we trialled in 2011. 28th of April. But I don't know what that one would have been in 2016. It wasn't the maestro. That was my idea no. that I <laughs> gave to you. Yes, that was where you go to the bar and you pretend you're playing piano. Yes, you do the fingering for piano, like
1: complicated concert piano on the bar top. And then
0: just get caught and, and ponder get, for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> oh, I'm, and annoyed, then I'm
1: annoyed at this bit. Like you're, like you're such a genius, you can imagine yeah. like Beethoven level playing on imaginary keys and then yeah. you figure out. And them. you crack it. Ah, uh, and you play it.
0: Ideally, you play out a pad and pen, and, and you pretend <laughs> to write down this it new did piece work. of music. I did go and trial it for Haim, and someone's immediately the person goes, "Oh, what are you up to there?" It's like, and then the, I think the kicker was, you you don't actually go. I was writing a piece of music. You you you've got to be play it cool and be dismissive. Ah, it's just something I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. So I it
1: would blow your mind if you knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> it did actually work. Turn off was the maestro no. for 2016. His, I've got something. Mm. I've got something. Um, we do have to go to Mike first. Um, Mike, you do your bit, but on the other yep. side of this, the piece I found is in the same vein as I reckon the first time Taylor Swift was on the show. What year? 2009. Okay. Someone appeared on the show mm. doing something that makes me giggle Great. because I promise you we would not get this person back doing this thing <laughs> okay, in the it, future. Go take it away, name. Mike. Ando. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Mike. By the way, but really good job, Mike. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Remember, we had a laugh the other day about inviting Ian Dicko Dickinson to the mm. slogy Spit roast. Yep. It's,
0: it's just Dixon. Yeah, Dixon. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to correct you.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, no one cares what comes after Dick, I, yeah, yeah. I, Dicko, I, yeah. Dicko. Yeah, yeah, Dicko, Dicko. Sorry, Dicko. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate. So we had. We didn't play Inviting Dicko to the Logie Spit Roast Party because no. we just sort of, we, we kind of came to the conclusion, like we know what that's going to sound like. Yes. It's just, will you come? Yes, I'll come. I am going to play a Logie Spit Roast invitation. Right. Because the person that we invited in 2009 was Academy Award nominated actress Margot Robbie. Wow back from her Neighbours Day, and we didn't even think she was a big enough name to give her her own invite because she's being co-invited yeah. with Ryan Maloney, Toadie, <laughs> from Neighbours.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yep. Yeah. Okay, Take prepare it away, yourself. Yeah. This is
1: Margot Robbie. Before she starred as uh, Tonya Harding and <laughs> got nominated for an Oscar or Wolf of Wall Street or any of other amazing films.
2: The 28th of April, 2009.
0: Hamish and Andy for the drive home and, uh, home this Friday. Ah, oh, it's massive! It's massive already. TV
2: Week came in crying. Oh. TV Week's cancelled the Logies they've, if you've not heard. They've they put them back on. They've now recancelled them. Last I heard, they were back on, but you can just see from their toing and froing yeah, how scared worried. they are yeah. of our spit roast party <laughs> yeah. overshadowing them
0: this Friday. And I've got good news here yeah. because we've got even more stars to add to the mix. Oh, I don't like the way it's looking for you, actual Logies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan Maloney from Neighbours, are you there? Hello, how are you? Very well, and I also think we've got Margot Robbie who plays Donna Freeman from Neighbours. Are you there, Margot? Yes, I am. Hey, guys. We thought we'd get you to... Now, you guys aren't together at the moment, are you? No. Okay, oh, we're... very quick to answer. <laughs> suspicious. <laughs>
2: suspicious. <laughs> very suspicious. <laughs> Super defensive. Like. Now, uh,
0: now, now, Ryan, uh, of course, who plays uh, Tony on Neighbours, uh, we wanted to chat to you first. Are you aware of the strength that the uh, Spitrose Party has backing it uh, as far as sponsorship this year? No, I'm not. Well... Why, what, what's the sponsorship? What do you got? Well, Haim, do
2: you want to do the, uh, the honours here? Well, I mean... <laughs> before I tell you the name... <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. We're not joking, okay? Yeah, exactly. we're, 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 g- we're going to say the name of the company and you're going to go, How did come you on, know? guys, yeah. don't be idiots, as if anyone could have locked down a massive corporation as big as that. And then you'll ask us for the real sponsor. Mm-hmm. So are you ready? Do you, do you understand that we're not messing about here? Yeah, I'm slightly scared, actually. Okay. <laughs> guys, we've got Grayvox. We've got Grayvox, yes! everybody. Grayvox. <laughs> Grey, <laughs> Grey oh, Boss is on board is, this, is, this is the time Where you want to have A, a ceremonial AK-47 Just fire into the air <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay there, Rife? You can post yourself <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. I know. I
0: know. I know. know. Most people, I mean, the Lokis, who have they got? TV week.
2: Oh. Oh.
0: Now, Margot, let's quickly talk about Neighbours at the moment. There seems to be a lot more scandals than previous. Scandal count is high. Are you going for a record heading into uh, end of 09? Yeah, I guess we're just seeing how far we
2: can push the boundaries, just... Scandal after scandal, really, and I'm always in the middle of it, so it's kind of fun. It is. It is kind of fun. Now, Do you feel like you may be, like, ready if your own personal life has a scandal (laughs) in it, you'd be better equipped to deal with it? (laughs) Uh, I probably wouldn't deal with it the way we do on the show. um, but uh,
0: Which is just gazing um, into the distance while music comes up. You can't, yeah. (laughs) Kind of. It (laughs) doesn't end up working out like that, does it? You can't just wait for an ad break in real life, no. (laughs) Well, a lot of people do method act, and that's why I brought it up. Is it something that you've considered, you know, going out and getting yourself into a scandal? And if you have considered this, we suggest the venue being the Logie Spit Roast Party sponsored by Greyvox.
2: Well, I'll keep that in mind. If I've got any scandals in my life, I'll make sure I bring it all to the table at
0: Spit Road. Can, can you please Thank bring you. us one scandal? Can you promise the listeners you bring a personal scandal on Friday? Oh,
2: I will. I will. A, bombshell. Yeah. a bombshell. Ryan, you have to bring a plate. Margot, you have to bring <laughs> right. a scandal.
0: Now, now Ryan, uh, with all the, the guests that come, um, Hamish and I provide rotating meat uh, with coals under it, hot coals. Grey uh-huh. are obviously providing their amazing product. We are wondering... Uh, would you be able to bring a side plate? Uh, we've asked all the celebrities to do it. Danny Minogue's bringing a tiramisu. Uh, I think Natalie Bassingthwaite has bagged fa- uh, fairy bread. Fairy bread yeah, yeah, she's got that happening. So, uh, well, what, God would, what, what would you like to bring, right? Um, I want to bring cocktail frankfurts. Yes! Oh. No. With little, well,
2: little toothpicks in everyone. Well, of course that's the right thing <laughs> for you to yeah, bring. Be told. Yeah, because exactly. if that's what your heart says, <laughs> yeah. go with your heart. <laughs> and Greybox goes so well with it. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Greybox goes well with anything. goes without saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Ryan Maloney from <laughs> <laughs> Neighbours bringing a cocktail of Frankfurt's. Uh Margot, you're bringing a scandal, uh, which is very, very exciting, scandal. revealed at this Loki spit roast. Thanks for chatting to us, guys. We'll see you on Friday. No <laughs> way. Even.
2: Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> bit to unpack here. <laughs> I did call him Tony. I called him Tony. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I called, called him Tony. He didn't correct it. I bet it happens all the time.
0: We've got, we've got Margot Robbie on the show um. and spend more time talking
1: <laughs> about gravy. We just... I think mean, fast forward eleven years, Margot Robbie's like the face of Chanel, the hottest star in the world. And we're like aggressively telling her to be impressed about Crayvox. <laughs> okay, guys, I guess I am. She's well, done well. She's I mean, you look at you look at sort of the four people in that phone conversation. Yeah. Margot's obviously like launched yeah. and shot from there. I think you, me, and Maloney were around about where we were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Gosh, that's great I mean, remembering. I, I don't really need to talk about too much more about it because there's oh. so much in there that I was like, wow. And you see the hierarchy. We're like, we're leaning on Ryan. He Tony. got top billing, of course. Billing? Ryan
1: Maloney and Margot Robbie, who plays Donna on
0: Neighbours, had to do the name check. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's always a, that's always a sign that you weren't <laughs> confident people would know the name Margot Robbie. Yeah,
0: oh, amazing. And times Mar- were to
1: change, but. Just on that quickly, Mike, I do have a history of not getting Ryan Maloney's name correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think we've discussed it a few times before on the radio show, and people might have heard this story before, but I saw him for the first time in the flesh at the Grand Prix okay. in Melbourne, yeah. right? And so, you know, you grow up watching Neighbours. You know who Toadie is, yes. right? So I see him and I go, Toadie, that's your first thought. And then you go, no, 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 that's not... <laughs> Careful. 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 Don't be trick. C- careful. That's him on neighbours. That's <laughs> his name on neighbours. He's got a real name in <laughs> real life. And I go, okay, what's his what's his other name? What's his other name? What's his other name? I think I've got it. And I called him Jared. Because <laughs> he's Jared. Because <laughs> he's Toadies. Jared Rebecca on Neighbours and Toadie's <laughs> his nickname. Not Ryan Maloney, his human name. <laughs> oh. He's yeah, he's Majinx. <laughs> Listener.